Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with David Bensinger, the founder and CEO of Bensinger Technology, a consulting and managed services provider for small and mid-sized law firms and other professional services organizations predominantly in the New York area. Hi, David. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to this conversation. So tell us about your background and the genesis of Bensinger Technology. Sure. So like so many technology professionals, I started playing around with computers at a young age. I was uh, lucky enough that my father, who was a scientist, always had computers around, and I just naturally gravitated toward them. And whatever I was doing in my career. And I, I started out in academia and I sort of thought I was going to go into science, which I sort of saw as the family business. I always was very heavily using computers and I ended up doing a PhD in brain and cognitive science, doing a lot of computer simulation and artificial intelligence. But I realized that academia probably wasn't for me and my uh, temperament. I really wanted to be in the business world and starting out really what I knew was computers. So that's how I started. And I started, you know, sort of doing some consulting on my own. And then I had a series of jobs at very large corporations like Deloitte Consulting, that sort of thing. And then 2009, I just decided to start my own business. You're the first guest on the podcast who also, like me, has a PhD in brain and cognitive science. What technology trends are driving change in small and mid-sized law firms? Right. Well, We've gotten to the point where I think everyone understands that with very few exceptions, companies are looking at cloud solutions first for all their systems. I think that's pretty clear at this point, but there's really one last piece of the puzzle I've been focusing on that a lot of the smaller and mid-sized firms have kind of skipped over, and that's putting their PCs in the cloud. The fact that people store so much mission-critical information just on a hard drive on a laptop that they're carrying around with them is, I feel, uh, pretty outdated at this point. And we've seen our clients and others in the field start to move to cloud-based PCs or virtual desktops, a lot of people call them, to replace traditional PCs. How do those individuals balance the need to have offline access with the security and centralization of online availability. If you're using a virtual PC, you do have to have access to the internet to use it. But the times when you don't have access to the internet, they're becoming more and more rare. So for the vast majority of time, if people are working at a desk, sitting at their desk, they have internet access. There are absolutely conditions where people need offline access. And you can still use a regular PC in conjunction with it with a, a virtual desktop, but bulk of people's times are really spent working at a place with good internet access and the benefits of a, of a virtual desktop just far outweigh any of the disadvantages for things like uh, offline work. What about the IT infrastructure? How is the movement toward cloud-based solutions affecting the way law firms are managing that level of sophistication? My job as an IT professional, data professional, has really not changed. And that's providing our clients with secure access to their data, whether they're at the office, whether at their home, 
whether they're working on the road. And it's gotten to the point where cloud-based systems really have an edge over in-office systems for security. So is getting increasingly more difficult with all the cybersecurity threats we're facing to manage your own little data center. And the large companies have gotten very good at managing a large data center that might house thousands, tens of thousands, or even millions of clients. So if you're a, running a law firm, say a 50-person law firm, you don't really want to be running a data center. You want to be practicing law. You want to leave the running the data center to the very big players who have gotten very good at it. In terms of practice, how are virtual desktop options impacting how lawyers at small and mid-sized firms are operating their activities? So this is something, and I think it's pretty new that the options have been good enough for small and mid-sized firms. So I think it's just starting to come in to those size firms now. And I think it's making their lives a lot easier. You don't have to buy expensive hardware. All the infrastructure you need, it used to be, if you wanted to do virtual desktop, you needed to make a very big investment, hundreds of thousands of dollars, even up to millions of dollars, just to have the infrastructure to do virtual desktops. Now, you don't need to worry about that anymore. You can just buy virtual desktops, rent them from Microsoft or Amazon uh, on a monthly basis, and it might be 60 or or $100 a month to rent a very powerful computer, and that's all you need to worry about. Of course, you still need a machine to view it on, but those can be very inexpensive, simple machines because they're not really doing anything except giving you that remote access to your desktop. So the last barrier to entry is really the fact that you don't need any of that infrastructure anymore. You just need a simple access machine and an internet connection, and you are ready to go. How are firms balancing self-service support with outside assistance, given this reported acceleration in technology adoption during the pandemic? The trend toward the cloud has made it a lot easier for firms to have minimal in-house support staff, and they can either get a little bit of help from an outside vendor or even people in the office who are knowledgeable because you're not forced to manage this big, complicated infrastructure. Now, you still have to manage your cloud provider, but the tools are pretty good for that. And again, that's not something that most law firms want to be focusing on. And I think you're seeing larger and larger firms these days are operating without any IT staff, internal IT staff. It used to be, you know, over 20 people. Well, you had to have a server. And once you had a server, then you have to have someone to manage the server. You have to have someone to take backups and make sure security is correct. And that quickly leads to a lot of in-house support that companies really don't need if they focus on a cloud-based infrastructure. We're pulling more servers out of clients than we're putting into clients these days. And I only see that trend continuing. It makes life a lot easier if you don't have to manage your own in-house IT department. You can depend on uh, outside vendors or cloud providers for a lot of that support. And there's no longer a reason to have uh, in-house either infrastructure or the people to run that infrastructure. And I that makes life better for these small and mid-sized firms. What do you expect to remain persistent challenges for small and mid-sized law firms? Well, security is always going to be there. And what we've learned recently is that you can put all the tools in you want 
to try to protect your users. But at the end of the day, a lot of it is about awareness and awareness of threats. And so, for example, for our clients, we do cybersecurity awareness training. And we tell them, look, there are all kinds of technical products out there that your firm is putting in place. They're putting in firewalls and they're putting in access control systems and they have policies about appropriate use. And it's good to know what they are, but really that's not enough because the scam artists these days, how are they getting in? They're relying on phishing scams. And phishing is not something where they're hacking through your firewall. Phishing is something where it's a con man game. They're trying to fool you into giving away your password or other confidential information. So really, the weakest link in this is people that aren't aware of what they're supposed to do to protect themselves. So training of individuals, I think, will always be important because you can see it as an arms race between uh, those bad actors who are trying to you know, get at your systems and data and the people in the company who are just trying to do their job. And every time you come up with a new defense, you'll see that the attackers come up with a way to circumnavigate it. Like multi-factor authentication is something, yes, we all know, we all need to have that up and running. And so now the cyber criminals are looking at ways to get around multi-factor authentication. It's a back and forth arms race, and you just need to be constantly aware of what the threats are and what you can do to stay safe. Where do you see small and mid-sized law firms getting the most value from technology in 2023? Another thing I tell my clients is I spend a lot of time talking them out of doing things rather than into doing things because they're used to saying, oh, no, there's a risk. Let's buy more security. Let's buy more systems. And I really tell them, you need to focus on what you have and making sure you're using it effectively and appropriately and that you're not taking any unnecessary risks. We can always add more systems if there's something, some capability you need or some vulnerability that's discovered, but it's really about maximizing the use of what you have, educating your people and making sure that you're being smart in how you're working with data and that you're following your own rules that you lay out to stay safe and avoid threats from cyber criminals. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with David Bensinger, the founder and CEO of Bensinger Technology, a consulting and managed services provider for small and mid-sized law firms and other professional services organizations, predominantly in the New York area. David, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.